Welcome to the Weekly Boost. My name is Ricardo Bueno, and I'm a 10-year veteran of the real estate industry. And this podcast is dedicated to taking an honest look at the reality of marketing and growing your real estate business. My guess is you want to close more deals, whether it's working with buyers or sellers. But it's not as easy as some people, like bullshit marketers, would have you believe. I spend my day consulting with some of the best agents in the industry, which basically means I have a front row seat to the behind the scenes of world-class marketing campaigns and listing strategies, and I'm here to unveil some of those strategies and tactics with you. Listen in as I share what's good in real estate and the world of marketing. Let's go. So welcome, everybody, uh, to another episode of The Weekly Boost. And today I'm joined by Jason Cassidy with Compass Real Estate in San Diego. Jason, how are you? Yo, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Can you tell us a little bit about your, your background, how long you've been in real estate? Lead us off. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I live here in downtown San Diego. Um, I have a team of six. We work with Compass out of the downtown San Diego office. We moved over about 18 months ago. We were one of the first, if not, I think the first team here in downtown San Diego. Um, and otherwise, we specialize in, um, I guess we don't necessarily specialize in any. We work all over the county, although, you know, about half of our business is here in downtown in Metro San Diego. So um, we've got a little bit of a knack here in the local SD market. And um, yeah, I mean, I think if my career, I've been in the business about eight years. Uh, so a lot of my uh, marketing dollars and where I put a lot of my attention has been in digital and social media marketing. Um, just because yeah. I think my career has ascended at the same time as like Instagram and <laughs> social platforms, you know, and that was what was available to me in the early days, especially. And then, um, and, and so I, I wouldn't necessarily say like, I, Oh, like I over index on those things. I mean, I feel yeah. like those just the normal amount. Um, right. but because I feel like the industry was a little bit behind, I, I guess you could say that I've done a lot of Instagram and Facebook marketing over my eight years in the, in the biz. Yeah. Yeah. So that's actually one of the reasons I, I really was excited to talk to you is because, you know, one of the things that I tell people is whether you're just getting started or you've been in the business for a while and, and content is one of those, it's your most important asset in a, in a struggling economy. And, and the reason I say that is because uh, even the current environment that we're in, like no one knows how long this is going to last. Is it three months? Is it six? Is it 12? Content is always that sort of thing that gets people to know, like, and trust your brand. Mm -hmm. And if you create content right over like now, over the next three to six months, you're going to build relationships with people that will be your future buyers in Q3, Q4 and beyond. And so just because people might not be buying from you right now, doesn't mean they don't want education from your brand and the local market and make purchasing decisions in the future. Yeah, you really nailed it, especially right now, like here in April 2020, with going through the middle of this COVID-19 situation that we're going on, like the content that we put out is what's going to keep us in the game in quarter three and quarter four, right? Like Mm -hmm. the people who disappear right now and just circle the wagons and kind of hide, they're going to disappear when the business comes back. And so the people that are active right now are the ones that are going to be thought of when the business does come back. But that being said, obviously it's extremely important to like be cognizant of your messaging because while you should, I mean, if you think about it, like sensitive, 
Yeah, for sure. Like the messaging should completely change. There should be no, to borrow a Gary Vee, there should be no right hooks. Like you shouldn't be like <laughs> selling right now. You should just be offering your services, um, asking if you can pick up groceries for your clients, checking in with clients, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, a little, a lot more, showing a lot more empathy. A hundred percent. Like it, but everybody right now is on their freaking phone, right? Because and they're on their computers because yep. that's all we can do. So you better believe we've doubled down on our spend on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pre-roll because that's where everybody is right now. Like, so yeah. of course I'm going to put out, and now I have five years of content that I'm recycling and repurposing, yeah. but we're also producing new content. Like we do our team meetings on Mondays now on, on zoom. And I, I recorded that and I put it out to the world. Um, you know, I, we're just basically releasing like a treasure trove of content um, to go along with the old stuff. But at the same time, none of it is right hook. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not like what's your home worth or it's a great time to buy. Like <laughs> it's not like people are trying to figure out like what, where their next paycheck's going to come from. So like, yeah. just be there and be a service, you know, like it's okay to market your business. Just don't be overly opportunistic or, or tone deaf to kind You're of the market environment. Tone deaf. Exactly. Yeah. And you can, you could, nothing that's going to create your business more than coming off as tone deaf in a sensitive time. So let's, let's kind of take it back to the people that are just starting out and they're kind of feeling the sense of overwhelm, like, ah, oh, where do I get started? How did you put your content head on and where did you start aside from, like I look at your Instagram now and it's obvious to me, this guy's been doing this for a while. And, oh, and the content you produce is like, is, is you are, I always tell people you have to become a master of the trade and, and with that, you sort of master your craft and that's how you're gonna be of value to more people. Where, where did that start for you? Uh, I mean, it started years ago. It, I read um, Crush It by Gary Vee. Um, yeah. That was like the first book I read like six years ago or whatever it was that made me realize that we are all media brands that just happen to sell real estate, right? And so, mm -hmm. and, and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, those are our channels. Like, and so what kind of content are you putting out? And so from the get, I started putting out what I thought was valuable or educational um, content on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. And early on, it was, you know, a little bit behind the scenes. Like, this is what I do every day. This is my phone calls. This is how I open the lockbox. Like, and now, now that I have a team and we've done some business, I'm able to like actually dive into more of the not the educational side, but like, Hey, this is, this is how it's done. This is what works. This is what doesn't type stuff. And so right. I'd say over the last two years, even my messaging has changed from like almost like the, the ins and outs of the real estate world into like more like ask me anything. I've got the answers like, you know, and so it's, it's become more agent centric over the last yeah. couple of years, which is something I didn't necessarily see. But, um, I think I have far more real estate agents that follow me on Instagram than I do San Diego clients. Base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a, a, a progression that I didn't foresee coming, but it just kind of naturally happened because you picked up experience along the way. Yeah. And how did you grow your team or how did you attract your team? Uh, everybody on my team uh, reached out to me through social media, basically. Now there's, there's one Amanda on my team. I, she was a, she's a friend of mine. She was already with compass. And so we, that, that happened kind of naturally. Um, but everybody else on my team reached out to me through social media, really. I, th I think they were all Instagram, truthfully. I think they all DM'd me um, <laughs> at some point and said, hey, like, I really like what you're doing. Like, are you looking to, to add? And at the time I was, um, or I made it work to bring them in. Um, and, like, I've never necessarily went out to put a post out. Like a, like, a hard hired. recruiting. Yeah, exactly. I always say like, look, I'm not, I'm never recruiting, but I'm always like 
recruiting, if that makes sense. Like I'm never yeah, yeah, like, no, that putting does. out job postings and interviewing, but if someone right. comes along and it's the right fit, I mean, then, then we, then we can try to make it happen. And if, if it doesn't, cause sometimes it just isn't good for me either. And yeah. so if it's not good for me, I'll still take the meeting sometimes and then try to put them on another team. Right. I'm always trying to connect. Like there's a, there's a guy who he came to me, he's like, Hey, I'm really thinking about joining your, you know, your team. And so I met with them and I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's not, I'm not ready to do that right now. I'm just, it wasn't in a growth mode, but I put him in touch with another team friend of mine um, who, and they got linked up. So um, if you were a new agent, so if I was a new agent and I was looking to get started, because I get this question a lot, should I, you know, can I be successful on my own or should I join a team? And you're sort of stuck between these two paths. Do you have any advice for people that, that are kind of stuck on that fork in the road? Yeah. Um, and you said, you said something there. If you're a new agent, and so it really depends on your circumstance. Like if you come, if you're local to, so hypothetically say we're in San Diego, if you're local to San Diego, so you have like deep high school roots and, and like friends and you have like a big sphere um, or you have like family connections where you have a developer or something like that, you are better suited to go at it alone. I, I mean, you should find a mentor or maybe, you know what I mean? Like you, right. you're better suited because you have a bigger sphere that you can tap into. And if you do right. that part right, you can probably find some business within your first couple of years, which is the toughest part to find business. Right. If you don't, like I, I didn't, and I, I could do as I say, not as I do, because I didn't, I didn't join a team. I absolutely should have. Like looking back right. on my first two years, I'm, I'm from Sacramento. I moved down to San Diego for a job opportunity years ago. So I don't have a sphere here. I didn't know much of anybody. I mean, I've made friends along the way, but I, I'm not deep rooted here. Um, I didn't come from money. I didn't have these family connections or no developers. And so my first two years was ex much, much harder than it should have been. Yeah. Um, if I had just joined like a top producing team. And right. so the advice would be like for 99% of people out there is probably to join a team, especially if you're brand new, like if you don't know the contracts and you, you know, you should definitely get linked up with a good team. Start learning, um, mastering the craft. And start learning now. Yeah. And it's weird to think like, it's, it's so anti what you think of when you think of real estate, but like <laughs> if you have the opportunity, so like if you go look at the best teams in San Diego, I'm talking like the Kyle whistles and like the biggest names that like yeah. the Seth O'Burns and stuff like that. I, I would almost suggest that you go work for someone like that at like no split, at like take go three <laughs> months and intern there or do yeah. like a take 20% split or something like it's really unfavorable to you but to learn from guys like that who are extremely or really really good at what they do rather than going to some podunk team and getting 60 percent or 70 percent but they don't teach not you learning anything, anything. Or, yeah if they don't know what the hell they're doing why are you learning from them why don't you go to the best person give up a little bit of money in the in the front end but learn from the best because it's an investment you're going to go out, you're be 100 100 of nothing is still nothing like you could go find a 100 percent shop like there's hundred percent shops all over San Diego, but if you don't know what the heck to do, then you're, you know, again, hundred percent of people. You're, you're going to be not, stuck on that sort of out. recurring cycle and with no growth. A hundred percent. Like the, the point when you get into real estate, you, I almost guarantee that nobody's getting into real estate to make like 40 grand a year and like <laughs> yeah. struggle along because of the ups and downs of the business. Like you, have to really be closing like a deal a month, which is 12 deals a year, which if the average sale price is San Diego, that's probably a gross of about 120 grand. That's mm -hmm. like the base level. And you really need to be doing like double that to really like overcome the ups and downs and start saving properly and stuff. And so 
how do you get to 24 deals a year? You better link up with someone doing 24 <laughs> deals a year and learn how they did it. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's my thought process on it. Agree with you hundred percent. You're either, like I said, you're either sharpening your ax and mastering your craft or you're kind of stagnating and that's a horrible place to be. Oh, totally. Um, how do you manage? So, okay. You have a team. How do you manage both the marketing side? So we got to go out there and get sales, but we also have to provide mentorship training and all of that. Is that like, how do you manage that balance between being productive and, and still learning? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like for the most part, I try to impart value to my team every single day. Um, we, what we kind of do is without micromanaging it, I send out a weekly email that's called the Cassidy Team Digest. And it's basically, it's based off the, the book, Exactly What to Say, which is a book by Chris good book. and Jimmy Great book. and Phil Jones. Yeah, shout out Chris and Jimmy. Um, I work with Curator as well. Yep. They're a marketing company. Um, and so the, the concept of the book is like, here's the, the keywords that you're supposed to say in real estate transactions. Well, what I do is I send out an email each week that is basically like exactly what to do. And it literally makes it as easy as possible. I'm like, hey, on Monday, post this. And on Tuesday, post this. And I put the links in there. Yeah. And then, um, and I'll say exactly what to watch. I'm like, hey, watch this um, Tom Ferry video. And so we have stuff that we're, it, it's basically what I'm going to do this week. And I, right. I blueprint it out and then I give it to my team. I make it as easy as possible for them. That's awesome. And so, but in doing so, it keeps me accountable too. So that's yeah. where coming, having the team is, is, is good because you have to be able to provide value to your team, which I feel like I do through, you know, knowledge of contracts and marketing knowledge on how to generate business, but also it, it keeps me really, really valuable, or I'm sorry, it keeps me really, really accountable because like I can't tell them what to do and then not yep. do it myself, you know? No, yeah, hundred percent. So let's talk about kind of the tools and, and your marketing flow now in, in your business. I know that, I mean, like I said, I look at your Instagram and you got a lot of like high level, highly valuable content. The, curator, the, the guys over at Curator are phenomenal. They're kind of on top of, they are on top of their game, not they're kind of, they are on top of their game. Yeah. So, you know, I see you adapting to the current market environment and, and providing a lot of valuable content and making yourself a hub or a resource. What does your content workflow look like now? And what's your call to action? I wish I could be more of a help here. I'm probably like the worst person. So like, that's just <laughs> you because I'm not... I work a lot on cadence. Like I don't have, a, okay, like someone's going to come to the website and then they're going to yeah, come yeah. here and then they're going to come here. In fact, Curator kind of takes care of all that type of stuff for me, which is nice. But I, for the most part, I just try to put out content on a daily basis. I, I would say that it was on a daily basis before COVID-19. Now it's like two, three times a day you know, across all channels. Um, and, and so I try to stay really, really relevant. One of the things I say to my team and it's kind of like the macro of like what we think about as our strategy is that there's nothing that we can do to make a buyer spend $750,000 on a house when they're not ready to buy a house. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it's really, really annoying to me when I see posts that are like, it's, it's great time to buy markets hot, great time to buy. I'm like, it's a fucking pandemic right now. No, uh, it's not a great time to buy. Like not always a great time to buy. And yeah. like, sure. Like in a, in a pandemic, there's going to be like a, some sort of a market drop. And as a cash only investor, you might be able to get something for 5% less than you could have last month. But if you're, you're so tone deaf, if that's your marketing that you're going out there, <laughs> it's so, so tone deaf. And so what our overall marketing strategy is, and it's coming into play right now is be present with valuable educational and or funny like content for four years straight. So that when that person is ready to spend, yeah. <laughs> they come to me 
whether it be through Instagram DM and or they go to the website and fill something out, they come to me before they go to Zillow or before yep. they go to Google, right? Hey, Jason, I've been following your content for four years. Finally, I have a question. That's it. If you can get someone to search Jason Cassidy on Google before they search San Diego <laughs> real estate agent, you've won. You yep. know what I mean? I can spend $10,000 a month on Google pay-per-click and Zillow premier agent and stuff, and I'll get leads in and I'll work them. But that spend is so much better spent if I just put out content and then distribute it and brand myself so that when they're ready, they search me instead of searching real estate agents in San Diego. That's, yep. how you win the game. That's what we're doing right now. hundred percent, hundred percent. So it feels like you're way ahead you've been prepared <laughs> to sort of adapt and pivot and, and, and all of that because you've been doing this for so long. What do you, what's like, what do you say to the agent who feels that sense of overwhelm and, and they're kind of frozen? Like, oh, I don't know where to start. So I have a lot of people who, who are like, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to say. Video seems so difficult. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, the best piece of advice for that type of stuff is if you're not a content creator and you don't have that creative kind of like, thing where you see something you're like oh that would be a great piece of content if you don't have that yet or it's just not sharp and i hate to keep going back to the well but like it's old gary v thing is just document don't create right that's the thing we always say is documents don't create so if you can't if you don't have the creative aspect to figure that out just document what you do every day like what is quarantine life for you right now how what time are you waking up what do you do first what what is your zoom schedule like what is your prospecting schedule like and now and then take this and show everybody like what you're doing just document your daily life you know what i mean and so and and it's okay if you don't know what day it is it's nobody does (laughs) like don't worry about it you know what i mean and so because you think that your life is boring but most people don't we're interested in other people's lives we're all kind of like (laughs) in the sense that we like to see like other people even doing like tedious monotonous things yeah Um, i mean the like the biggest shows like the reality shows are like million dollar listing right and stuff like that because we like watching like other people do real estate stuff i think it's yeah. like tv and stuff like that like we like seeing inside of basic clips and basic showing property and stuff like that so like basically us as real estate agents we may think that our job is boring but if we just document what we do on a daily basis you'll start to gather people within your sphere that really like and like identify with you and it may not be you it may be the fact that your dog comes and crashes your <laughs> Zoom call or something that then someone in your sphere is like, oh, it's cute dog. Or, you know what I mean? Re- like, really, it makes it relatable. Makes it authentic, makes it relatable. That's it. That's, that's it. Just document what you do. If that's, if that's the thing, if, you, if you're not there on the creative aspect or you know, the video aspect or whatever, like, just document what you do on a daily basis. And video doesn't always have to be video. Like, you can do written form. People still read blogs. You can do video form. You can do audio form. Podcasts are... We're, we're recording on on video but um i'm a big audio guy and i love podcasts so so yeah that's it like i mean there's so many different forms if, if if you're not putting out content it's just an excuse like because there's there's something for you there's there's pictures there's something you can you can find a way to, to distribute yeah right on man well thanks for imparting some words of wisdom i really appreciate you um i, I admire the the work that you do so so thanks where can we learn more about you find you yeah just check out the website uh, the cassidy team.com that's c-a-s-s-i-t-y um and then you know just anybody wants to follow on social media so my name is jason cassidy c-a-s-s-i-t-y i'd love to uh love to meet some new people just shoot me a dm let me know where you uh, that you saw us on the zoom call and uh and i'll say what's up right on. thanks man oh for sure <laughs>
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Weekly Boost. If you got value out of this episode, do me a favor. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. Oh, and one more thing. Do you want to know how effective your online marketing strategy is? In order to succeed in real estate, you need to learn how to market yourself well. Find out how your marketing strategy stacks up against the competition by visiting ricardobueno.com forward slash audit. Answer a few simple questions and get an instant audio course on how to level up your marketing today. Again, that's ricardobueno.com forward slash A-U-D-I-T. See you next time. Thank you.